Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today I would like to talk about God's purpose or God's vision. What is divine vision of God for each generation? Definitely, in order to understand the vision of God or the heartbeat of God, we need to look in the Bible here. God put all of His will in the Bible. And it's important that we need to study the Bible, know the Bible, put the Bible into practice. Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. I don't know about you, but I know one thing. I love Jesus so much because he saved me. He died for me. I was a Buddhist. I was in big sin. I was lost in sin, in curses and bondage. But thank God that he sent American missionaries to Thailand from Campus Crusade and from Baptist organization, Southern Baptist. And these missionaries told me the gospel when I was a Buddhist, a lost man. And when I heard the gospel, saw the G- movie Jesus Christ of Campus Crusade, I gave my life to Jesus more than 32 years ago. And my life was totally turned around, becoming a son of God growing spiritually, serving him, get to know him. And he has been providing, protecting, training, teaching, showing me many things. He is a good God. And because he loved me first, he died for me, he laid down his life for me, and for you too, and for everyone in the world. We appreciate his love, his sacrifice. We want to love him back. And we have only one life to live. And this life compared to eternity is relatively short. Therefore, we want to live on earth in such a way that we can make him happy. Because we love him. We want to fulfill his vision, his goal for this world. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 28, at the creation time, when God created the first man and the first woman, he gave them the vision. And that vision has not changed to today because our God never changes. That vision, the Bible says, God blessed them. So when God created man and woman, he put the blessing upon them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So after God created Adam and Eve, he gave them a job to do. And that job is his vision. The vision of God, he said, I bless you, you're going to live in the Garden of Eden with the blessing, the blessing. No sickness, 
No family problem, no disease, no poverty. And God said, "I want you to multiply two things: multiply in numbers the kids, the children that will fill the earth. In other words, the Garden of Eden will expand out of Iraq area, out of the Middle East area, and fill the earth with the earth that is full of blessing." And also the children that love God and worship God and fall in love with God. That is the original plan of God: is to fill the earth with godly offsprings and the godly offspring that carry the blessing of God everywhere throughout the earth. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve make a big mistake. They disobey God, and the plan of God was stopped. They were chased out of the Garden of Eden. But God never stopped to f- wanted to fill the earth with His blessing and with the godly offspring. Then He called Abraham, and He said, "I want to bless you, Abraham." And we call it the blessing of Abraham, which is the same blessing of Adam and Eve. And He told Abraham, "You will be the father of many nations." Again, God gave a big global vision to Abraham that. You and your offspring will become the nations, will fill the earth and bless the nations. Everyone say global vision. God has the global purpose for the whole earth to be filled with people who love Him and experience the blessing of Abraham. Now come to the time of the New Testament. The same message again. From the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ about the vision of God for each generation, Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 to 20, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth." You remember a while ago when we read about Adam and Eve, God said, "You're going to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air," talking about authority. The blessing that has authority, and now Jesus say, authority has been back to me. Adam and Eve lost the blessing, lost the authority. Now came back to the hand of Jesus, and He wanted to give to His people, the children of God, all of us. And He did not say, just stay here and enjoy your blessing. He said, go, therefore, and make disciples of. All the nations, again, the nations, not just one country, not just one ethnic group, not just one tribe, a language, but all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Mean the authority gonna be with you, the presence of God gonna be with you, even to the end. Of the age, after you read all this scripture and understand what's going on in the Bible, we can make a conclusion that God's vision is not small. It's not just about you're going to have a nice yacht and a nice car in your garage and nice refrigerator and have a nice job and finish the school. That is so small, and God can provide all of that things to you, but. He wants you to join into His heart, His vision, and that vision is about the whole world, 
the nations. Every Christian who loves God should embrace God's vision that I'm going to be a part of fulfilling the Great Commission. I want to be a part of seeing the nations being rich, saved, delivered, healed, and experienced the blessing of God. And I want to tell you that our church want to be a part of the Great Commission. We want to see the nations come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Born again, get trained, make disciples, and they will experience the blessing of Adam, the blessing of Abraham, and the blessing that Jesus brought back at the cross. The Bible says Jesus became a curse for us on that tree so that we can have the blessing of Abraham. When we reach out and evangelize to the nations and they gave their life to Jesus, they will begin to experience the blessing of Abraham. I thank God for the U.S. Thank God for America. Thank God for the Southern Baptist Organization. I thank God for Campus Crusade. To send American missionary to Thailand to evangelize, to tell people the gospel in my generation. And I was one of them who was saved by these missionaries because they obeyed the great commission to go out to different parts of the world. Definitely, we cannot go to every nation. We have to be called to go to certain nations. But at least the heart is there that we have a global God's given vision. If you read the Bible carefully, you can see that God cares for the nations, not just American, not just only the Israelites or the Jews. In Psalm chapter 108, verse 9, you can see that God even cares for those people who don't know Him and hate Him. Moab is my wash basin. Upon Edom, these countries were against God in that generation. I tossed my sandal. Over Philistia, I shout in triumph. He mentioned all these nations to let us know that he cared and he wants to save all these nations. Isaiah 19 verse 25. The Lord Almighty will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people. He called Egypt my people. Assyria, my handiwork. Assyria and Egypt were against God in the old time. And Israel, my inheritance. He loved all the nations. Isaiah 55 verse 22. Turn to me and be saved. All you ends of the earth. You remember in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. I will pour out my spirit upon my people so that they can be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can be my witness in Jerusalem, which means in Seattle, in Judea, which means Portland, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Samaria, across to Mexico, across to other countries, and to the end of the earth. So God says He wants the whole earth, the ends of the earth, to come to know Him and to be saved, for I am God and there is no other. Psalm chapter 67, verses 1 to 2. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us, Selah, that your ways be, may be known on earth. 
Your salvation among all, not just a few, all nations. Your way known on earth. Thank God for the technology today. We have podcasts, MP3, YouTube. We can record the teaching, put into the website, and the whole earth can hear the truth of God, can listen to the truth of God. Amen. Yesterday, I Skype and teach the Bible to about 27 people in Europe and in America. They all come together to listen to the Word of God through the Skype because we want His way to be known throughout the earth. In First Chronicle chapter 16, verse 8, Give thanks to the Lord, call on His name, make known among the nations what He has done. Lately, we began to record testimony of people. We just finished a few. And we want to put this testimony of how God worked in people's life to make known to the nations that God healed. God still healed. God still blessed. God still do marvelous things. And we want the nations to hear about what he has done. God called Abraham. And when God sent Jesus Christ, he did not say, God so loved only America. He said, God so loved the world. Everyone say the world. Everyone say global. Everyone say all the nations. Every nation. Amen? So that they can have life, eternal life. All tribes, all nationalities. My dear brother and sister, when God called Peter and the 12 apostles and all the disciples in the New Testament time, they had their profession. Peter was a fisherman. Matthew was a tax collector. They were not trained theologically in the Bible school. They were not trained by the Pharisees. They were regular people, simple and imperfect people. But God called them anointed them and used them and sent them to plant churches in Jerusalem. God even called and used by background, not very good man, Paul. He persecuted the church. He killed Christians. And later on, he repented and God anointed him, sent him out to plant churches in the Gentile world. He traveled to many places to plant many churches and evangelize, save soul, and make disciples. What I try to say is this. God can use you too in this generation to be a part of the great commission. You may not go to Bible school. You may be simple people. But God, look at your heart. Are you willing to be used by God to participate in the global vision of God? God would want to use you. He going to equip you and anoint you to be a part of the team to bless the nation together. And that is the vision of this church. The vision of this church is to see the gospel preached to the world, to all the nation as much as we can before Jesus come back. Actually, Jesus said in the Bible that once the gospel is preached to all the world, I will come back. And that's why we hurry up to preach, to put the teaching in the YouTube, to get people to hear the word. We want to preach the gospel to get people to come to know Jesus Christ 
as fast as we can. But when people come in, we don't want to leave them become baby Christian forever. We want them to grow up. I see the church life is like a circle of life. Like how many watch the movie The Lion King? The Lion King talk about the circle of life. We have circle of life on earth here. When I was born, my dad trained me how to use the restroom, know how to be diaper free, learn how to walk, go to school, how to be a godly man, how to be a good husband. One day my dad will pass. Then I train my children. My children will train the grandchildren. So a circle of life, you train the next generation to go on to carry the mission that God gives to each family. The same thing in the church. After people got saved, we train them. One day, Pastor Da and Pastor Lao would die. We will leave this world. We don't live here forever. So now we are training you. Yesterday, we have many classes in the church. Saturday, at my home in the afternoon, we train people. We're going to have the class, Contagious Christian, coming up. We want to train you how to serve God. So the church is a family that we train people to rise up, to grow up, to become mature, holy, and blameless, and become more like Christ, so that they can carry the baton and run the race. The former generation pass. The next generation continue to go on and on and on. And that's what I have done when I travel to the mission trip. I go and then train people in that city to carry the baton and continue to preach the gospel and make disciple. And the purpose of God is to reach out to the whole world by doing this. Ephesians chapter five, verses 26 to 27, to make her mean the church. Holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself a radiant or glorious church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. So, with the global vision of God, we work locally and globally. In the local, we train people. We teach the Bible. You notice that I read the Bible a lot on Sunday. I don't just come up and keep my own idea. I just keep reading the scripture because the word of God will be like a water that washes you to become holy and pure and become more like Jesus Christ. We are serious about training you, making you strong believer and disciple by the word. We lay hand, we get the file of God in you so that the file of God will get rid of all the junk out of you because the file of God come to purify. God wants us to be blameless and holy. We cannot just have only the word. We need the Holy Spirit as well to clean you up. And that's what we try to do. We locally, we build a family that is ready to reach out to the whole world for Jesus Christ and the world including your neighbors, including some Chinese student that sit in the same classroom because they come from the world too. The world including your co-worker in your office that you need to reach out to. So the world include the local and the global. Send people out. Reach out to different nations. Yesterday, I talked to leader in Germany and I was told by the leader in Germany that now another church start in Finland. And this church want to be under our care. 
So we have Sweden, Finland, Switzerland. We reach out to the European countries by help them planting churches and making disciples together. You should be excited that our church get involved in the Great Commission. Amen. The church is like a family. Thank you. I see the excitement. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm excited because I feel that we are doing something that makes Jesus happy. The vision of God to fill the earth, the nations with the blessing of Abraham. The church is like a family. Therefore, when you join a local church, you are trained. That's why Paul say in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, For though you might have 10,000 instructors, you can listen to all the teachers in the internet. You can listen to good teacher in the body of Christ. In Christ, yet you do not have many fathers, human fathers. Then if you continue to read the next sentence, For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. So in other words, Paul said, Yes, you can have many instructors, but you have only one father. That's me, the apostle. So the church, Paul tried to say that the church is like a family. You have a father to train you, to rise you up like a cycle of life in the natural family, train you. You're faithful in that house. Then one day you are sent out to reach to another country, reach to another city. We help each other. We grow up, learn Many things to be able to reach to the nations together. Amen. We want to fulfill the heart of Jesus Christ. That is a great commission. Everyone say again, the nations. We should not be a social club. We should not be hermits that hide ourselves in this building and just enjoy our own little fellowship here. We should think about the world. We should think about the nations. Wherever God opened the door, we should go and reach out to there. God will never force us to do anything, but we need to join in willingly to bless the nations together. And that's our church want to do. We want to build the local church here, a glorious church. Train people, send them out, reach out to the neighbors, reach out to the nations, and send the teaching out to the nations Build churches all over the world. What is the vehicle that God used to fulfill the Great Commission? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. And I will make a conclusion. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. How we can reach out to the whole world. How we can see salvation of the whole world. What is the vessel or the instrument that God used? The church. God doesn't use hospital. God doesn't use school. God uses the church. What kind of church? Do you remember the Bible say, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Very small seed that drop on the ground. What is inside that mustard seed? The potential to become a Three. Is that right? God talks about potential. In other words, when we talk about the kingdom is like a seed, it means number one, don't look down on the day of small things. Things can start so small, but it will never stay small because there is a potential in that seed that will 
become a victory, you need to keep fertilizing with the Word of God, watering with the Holy Spirit. The seed will eventually sprout and become a big tree. And that's how God works. I start our church here in the basement of my house with about five or six people. And today, we have hundreds of people sitting here. Today, we have many churches in Thailand. Churches in Phoenix and Arizona and California. Churches in Europe. Why we have all these things? Because it starts from a mustard seed, a man willing to die to himself and start something. Don't look down on the day of small thing. Some of you may be called to another country and start a small group there, start a church. Maybe small at the beginning, but it will never stay small forever if you feed that seed with the word, the fertilizer, and also with the Holy Spirit and keep growing, training, it will eventually become a big tree. So we must build a seed church, a church that is full of the word, biblical, full of the Holy Spirit, and it will never stay small forever. It will grow. Amen? It will definitely grow. And it will eventually penetrate into the cities, penetrate into the neighbor, penetrate into the countries, and eventually we're going to see the salvation of the whole nation that that seed start. We start a seed church in Thailand about 10 years ago. And now we have churches everywhere. New churches birth every month. Why? Because from that seed church starts to spread by the word of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? We believe that God will make us grow. Amen? So in conclusion today, God gives us the, the vision. It's not a selfish vision like a hermit or a social club. God wants us to be a part of the Great Commission. I know that some of you may think that, Pastor Lau, why you travel so much? You are the local pastor. Why don't you just stay here every Sunday? We need you. We need you. You just stay here every Sunday. This is not a social club. This is a center for the Great Commission. A center to touch the nations for the Lord Jesus Christ. So you need to give up your pastor sometime or some other leader to travel, to touch the nations. Some of us may leave this church to start another church somewhere. One day we need to let them go and start another church, a small church somewhere, if God called you to start a church. Amen? We build the seed church everywhere. Definitely the world is so big that we cannot do everything ourselves. That's why we need the whole body of Christ to work together. We cannot claim that we're going to win, win the whole world by us. We need the rest of the body of Christ to work with us. Other organizations, the Baptists, the Lutheran, the Methodists, the charismatic churches. But we are a part of the big body of Christ to get the job done for Jesus together. Amen? And when God starts to move, the wind of God move, then we catch the wind. We don't want to miss that. We want to catch and move together with your pastor, with your spiritual father. Amen? Whenever God moves, we move together and get the job done. Go to city, 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 and plant churches and preach the gospel, save souls, make disciples, train people up in the way of the Lord. My dear brother and sister, many Christians are so bored. 
They get excited when they receive Jesus Christ many years ago, and then after a while they sit in the church doing nothing. They receive light teaching, and after a while they get bored. They stop going to church. Then all they move to another church, get a little bit of deeper teaching, get excited for a while. Then they die down again. They get bored. Christian will never become fulfilled until you get involved in the big global vision of God. If you start to get involved with the big global vision of God, then you get excited. Well, my life means something in this generation. I'm going to impact the world for God now. I'm not born anymore. I'm going to church with a purpose. I'm going to get involved helping the pastor to reach to the nation. We're going to make more money in my business to pay for the ticket so people can fly to different nations to plant churches. I work in my job. I'm thinking, wow, this dollar come in so that I can fly to another city. This dollar come in so I can send missionary, so I can send teaching, so that they don't have to pay even one penny to hear the teaching because I pay for it. Amen. You work for the Great Commission. You become a businessman for the Great Commission. Everything you do for the purpose, the global vision of God. Today, I want to encourage all of you and challenge you to have that bigger vision now. Don't just sit around the church and just waiting to go to heaven one day. Let's join the vision of God. Let's get involved in the global great commission of God. Amen? I believe that God put you here as a divine connection with this spiritual father. So let's help me to get the mission done together. Amen? You're going to serve two fathers. You need to have one family. Amen? Let's join together and serve the mission of this church. I thank God. By the grace of God, God sent a couple to our church who has a special talent and gifts to be able to reach out to another group of people in the world that I could not because I could not speak their language. And that couple going to go out as a missionary to Philippines to minister to the churches there, the deaf church and the people who can speak the local language. And they will be leaving in a few months to live there, to minister, to build a glorious church with us. We work together as a team. We cannot do the job by ourselves. We need to work together globally as a team. And today I would like to invite them to come up to share their plan what God called them to do. They want to obey the calling of God in their life to go to Philippines. And thank God that we can also be a part of reaching out to the Filipino. When I went to Phoenix, Arizona and saw these Filipino people, you know, the pastor is from Philippines. I'm so excited that we can work together with the Filipinos now. Amen. And they're very good people. They're very good in music, very good in singing. Wow, so anointed. Amen. So I would like to encourage uh, and ask John to come up and share about your vision to fulfill God's big global vision. John, could you come up here and share with us? Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus. I have a very profound statement to say before I start, and that is simply that Jesus is alive. That, 
When I realized that back in 1979, that completely changed my life. Jesus came into my life and made me a new person. And ever since that day, it's been amazing walking with him, seeing what he'll do in your life as you continue to surrender your life to him again, over and over again, every day anew. Amen? So I have a few minutes to share about uh, what Veronica and I will be doing in the Philippines. As many of you know, back in 1993, uh, we took Reuben and Tiffany, who are here this morning, and they were three and four years old. We had just literally a few dollars in our pocket, and we moved to the Philippines. But the Lord was faithful to provide everything that we needed We never missed a meal. We always paid our bills on time. And to see what he did and the work that was established, uh, we ended up planting five churches and four are still going on today and growing. And we're in constant contact with them. Uh, Back in 2001, we moved back to the States. We were just going to come back and visit, raise more support, and then go back to the Philippines again. But the money didn't come in. And, you know, God uses money in a way to, many times, to help kind of guide us and show us which way he wants us to go. And so we we weren't able to go back. So we knew that it was time for us to stay here in the States again. Well, we felt that there would be a time coming when we would go back. We didn't know when. It was very faint and very soft, but we kind of sensed it. Um, I went back to the Philippines a year and a half ago. Do you remember? I gave that, showed the pictures and everything. The whole purpose of that trip was to see what God would do in my heart while I was there. Would he really send us back again? Or were we supposed to just be here in the, in the States and, and help locally? Well, I knew when I was there, we would go back. I didn't know when, still, but I knew without a doubt we would go back. And last year, the Lord began to put on my heart very strongly to, and say, I, I just, I want you to know, you will be going back soon. And uh, things began to come together. We knew this year we would go. And then uh, we started getting these signs, very strong. One, Dennis Drake, a brother in the Lord, who started the deaf organization in the Philippines in Bohol, which is the island where we lived, uh, he told us that he has stage four cancer, and he will be stepping down from the director of the organization. Also, uh, the pastor of the deaf church, uh, his name is Mart, he's deaf, uh, he took our place when we left. He also wants to step down from being pastor. So all of a sudden, these things, we began to realize that, hmm, I see that this is happening sooner than what we thought. So we knew that God was bringing things about so that we would go back. Uh, I will be taking his place as pastor of the Deaf Church, uh, together with Veronica, as um, a couple pastoring the church to raise up raise it up, and to raise up specifically men's ministry, which is very weak right now. Uh, also, I, I also thank God for Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, as Pastor Lau said, he saw the, show, the, the Jesus movie and got saved as a result. That's the, when we were there the first time for eight years, 
I traveled all over the southern Philippines and central Philippines in places where they never saw white people before and showed the Jesus movie in the language locally there to thousands and thousands of people. So it's such a powerful tool to use for evangelism. Veronica and I are very, very excited. Um, yesterday, Ruben Tiff moved into an apartment together, and so we, the reality just really hit us that, wow, this is really happening. I mean, we believe it is. We knew that the Lord spoke to us, but now when we see it unfold, I just get even more excited. We're going. This is happening. This is my heart. This is what my desire has been for the last 14 years when we've been back in, in, this, in the States. It's going to happen again to go and preach the gospel. And, and your part, when David lived in Ziklag, he went away to do something. And while he was gone, the Amalekites came, captured everybody in the city, and took them captive. And when he came back, the guys were going to stone him because all their wives and children are gone now. But, but he went after them. Some of them stayed in Ziklag to watch over everything. And the others went. They captured the Amalekites, killed them, and took everybody back. And when they came back, the people who went with David and fought, he said, we're not going to divide the rewards with these people who stayed behind because we did all the work. But David said, no, those who stay behind are going to have equal reward with those who go. So we are, we are the body. And as we go, you go with us. We're not leaving. We're being sent. That is, makes all the difference. You know, somebody can leave a church and go somewhere else, but we're not leaving. We're being sent by you. And, and there's going to be a dynamic that will, that will be revealed through the body here. When we go and we continue to raise up the church there, we're bringing the 18 lessons with us. <laughs> We're, we're bringing the fire of God with us. It's an extension. It's another extension of New Hope International, multiplying and reproducing, right? So I can't tell you how blessed we've been the last two years while we've been here at New Hope. Thank God for Margie and Earl, who told me about New Hope International. We used to go to church together over 30 years ago. And then we supernaturally got in touch, and she said, this is the address, this is the time, and we came. And we knew after the service that day, this was our home church. And since then, it's just grown and grown, our relationships. Thank you for sharing. I believe that uh, John and Veronica are here, not by accident, but God sent them here to connect with us as a family, as a body. And I agree that they did not leave the church. They are sent by us to go and touch another nation. I believe that when I look at the picture, actually, I have to admit, I cannot do like you. I, I cannot go like that on the walk in the jungle like you. So I know right away that 
Some of us cannot do like them, but they are called and they are anointed to do that. So we cannot do it, but we can send them and we can support them. You can support them on a regular basis, maybe monthly support. Little here, little there. Together, they can do great things in Philippines, and you can get the same reward in heaven, the same account in heaven. Your body is not there, but financially, you help them, and we can hear the good news. And we, you can go visit them. I hopefully one day I can go visit them in Philippines too, because I fly to Asia three times a year. So I hope I can go on that jungle with you sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. It will be fun to work together. We partner together, get the job done for the Lord Jesus Christ. And one day, when we all stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, He will smile and put the thumb up and say, "You are good and faithful servant. You have finished the course. You have done your best. You run the race, and you touch the nation for me. And God is so happy with our church and with all of us. This is the." Teamwork is not just John and Veronica. We all together support in prayer, loving them, visiting them, send money to help them, and we all together. We is not just them. We together as a church to fulfill the heart of Jesus for this generation. Amen. We are so grateful that John and Veronica choose our church to be their home church. We're so grateful that they have the heart for Filipino for those tribal people. And God wants more of these people to have the heart for different groups of people in the world, and we honor that heart. We honor that calling, and we will continue to pray for you, and and we will definitely go on, and we'll help you whatever we can. We together will win the world for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father, for reminding your church of your global vision. Lord, we don't want to be just a social club here. We want to obey the great commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ, the great commission. And Lord, expand our territory. Give us more grace. Give us all the resources and wisdom, manpower, to get the job done in this end time speedily. Give John and Veronica. Manpower and the team there, Lord. Financial provision will come to them, and Lord, they will go with the anointing. And Lord, when they just walk in, people will get saved, people will get healed, people will get delivered, and we're gonna see revival in Philippines. Revival in Philippines, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that is not by our might or our power. But by the presence of the Holy Spirit, Lord, we're going to see great things happen in our midst, Lord, and all over the world. We thank you, Lord, for this privilege. Thank you, Lord, for the calling. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.